This is The Culture Code with Kevin Cruz, founder and CEO of LeadX, the platform that helps you scale and sustain a high-performance culture. Hello, everyone. I'm Kevin Cruz. Welcome back to Culture Code. Our guest today, I'm so excited. She's the Chief People Officer at UiPath, Bridget McInnes Day. Bridget, welcome. Where are you joining us from today? Hi, Kevin. Thanks so much for having me. I'm joining today from Seattle City, New Jersey, uh, trying to really see out the last week of summer here as well. So extra big thanks that you're actually carving out some time for me when you could just be sitting with a cocktail uh, in a lounge chair at the beach right now, right? That's later, right? (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, it's a short format podcast. You're probably only 30 (laughs) minutes away from hitting that beach. Well, let's start just with some context. So like anyone kind of in tech industry knows of UiPath, very well-known, successful company, but not all of our listeners will be familiar. So tell us about your company. What do you guys do? How big are you? Sure. Thank you. So excited to be here today, Kevin. So thanks again. Just a little bit about the company. UiPath is, I have to say, a business automation software leader. And we're right in the space between automation with AI, which is probably the hottest thing out there right now, right? I have to say, so to your point, what I, what I really like, and especially coming from a people view, the UiPath AI-powered automation platform is not just about optimizing workflows. A lot of times they think RPA, robots, it goes beyond that. And I think what's interesting is, I always want to think about what it means for our employees, but it enables employee engagement, enables empowerment, And our people can go well beyond the mundane tasks to focus on what inspires them. So think about the grind you always hear about. Our mission is really to remove that. And we're doing that internally as well at UiPath with our roughly 4,000 employees globally. And we are truly global, have been global from the start, and big presence around the world in different geographies. And making sure we're being role models for our own automation is key. I am. Um, I'm glad you clarified because I think in uh, you know AI is all the hype right now, right? And so there are many people that are a little scared or it's going to put me out of my job or something. But you know, even before ChatGPT hit, you were doing robotic process, you know, RPA for a while now, and it shows like it takes the drudgery work away, so we can all focus on using our strengths for for you know, kind of our I like to call them our zones of genius. Let's get into our zones of genius as often as possible. And we're here, of course, to talk about company culture, which can be a squishy thing. And we almost always can point to great culture when we see it. Sometimes it's harder to describe, but I'm going to invite you to try to describe it anyway. You know, what is UiPath culture like? That's a great one. I think if you ever watch some of the videos on our founder and CEO, Daniel Dedens, I think you hear a lot about why culture is so important and how mindful and thoughtful he's been in terms of leading the organization to focus on it. And there's, I'll just give you the the words. I know that sometimes they feel like they're a piece of paper, but it's not the case here. And I think what's interesting about the humbleness of this place and what is humble is their aspirations. We know we're not perfect, right? And the idea is we, we seek to aspire to be these things. And that's always the journey as you evolve. So I think that's also something in itself and gives you an indicator of what UI path is like, not only for words on paper, but in terms of what behavior you wanna see. So it's, our values are bold, 
You got to really get out there. You got to be in front of the action, humble, right? An aspiration to make sure that while we have great technology, we are always thinking for different, for better improvement fast. As we all know, we can miss the market. We can miss opportunities. We want to make sure we really relish in the opportunity, embrace it. And an immersed, I think, is a nice word that really grounds people and really guides behavior. So that's how we describe it. But one of the things that I looked for in, in organizations as a people leader, you might hear about a people first philosophy. We have that. And that's, if you think about how decisions are made, how we build up the organization and why we do what we do as a company, it does lead with people first. For me, that was really important and one of the main reasons why I came to UiPath. And just to wrap it around again, what I was really attracted to is our overall mission and vision is really the purpose. It's a purpose. It leads to accelerating human achievement. And any company that wants to do that has people at the core of who they are at the heart and that, for me, is important from people first approach. So much great stuff there. And, and I'll have to say, you know, I do a lot of these interviews and I don't think I've heard of any other organization, you know, using humble and immersed as like, part of their values, driving their culture. No disrespect to all, all my friends and clients who will say like integrity <laughs> or something. It's like. Well, you kind of hope that's part of everybody's value, yes. Yeah. But to have unique things that make you think like, what is that? Or how do we do that? I mean, it's just a great, unique set of values. And it, let's let's face it, like something that unique, it's not going to happen by accident. It's not going to happen randomly. Yeah. It's certainly not going to happen with 4,000 employees spread around the world. So how do you how do you foster? How do you, you know, indoctrinate people? You know, maybe that's too strong a word, but, you know, into these values, into your culture. No, it's great. I think a lot of times people like to talk about mindset shift and all this high level stuff or change and how we drive that. I think it's down to how do we uh, even understand how to measure culture? And that's something over the last couple positions I've held is really think about and what, how do you measure it? What metrics do you use and how do you get around it so that you can do more than just pulsing? You can more than have a gut feel that intuition is key, but for UiPath, one of the things that was really unique was they had a culture team. And I've had some before in the past, but they already had a culture team. And what that did was really the voice of the people so that you're getting a sense of the people around the world, but also be able to share out what's important for the company and making sure that you have people that are called culture champions. And mm -hmm. these champions, super diverse all around the world, to give all the different inputs. So like, for example, we went through and took our values and we we went through and take a look at the behaviors and said, you know what, these need to evolve. And we did that over this past year as we updated our mission, our vision, our strategy, our OKRs. And what that does is it allowed us to have that constant communication. So think about a company that puts investment in culture, has a team, small but mighty team, I'll tell you but we're working it through the employee base. So these culture champions are super helpful in terms of helping drive that engagement with our new behaviors. And give, imagine having leaders have someone they can go to to get feedback that's completely unbiased, even outside of HR and says, hey, look what I'm seeing in your organization or what's happening here or there and gives you a heads up. That's how we're doing it differently. And back to the way to measure it, 
a couple of things. We tie different things to culture, especially as part of our people experience survey. We do that annually, but we also do pulses throughout the year. And we have a running feedback channel for the company that's on Slack. So you can see questions being posed, how things drive, and actually getting the pulse at all times. And there's sometimes it's really helpful for us to be able to act quickly, share information, but make sure you're feeling much more inclusive. And that's what we're trying to drive overall as an organization. So, and then also I think there's symbols and culture that how you make decisions, what you share out with people at all hands, how we communicate, we've changed and shifted some of those things. And then how do we make sure that we tie everything back to our people's strategy and it's linked to our business strategy? And for us, one of the big things for us around our culture is, can I have a career here? And one of the things we looked at when I heard about, you know, just understanding career growth and accelerating career and how do we do this as a, as a growing company, I started to question myself, what does career even mean? And I started asking people just I had interviewed a couple of people, asking people, and every person had a different definition of career. Hmm. Some people say, I want to retire back into it. Some people said, I don't want a career path. I want to get every opportunity, build up my skills, and I want to be unbridled, right? So what we're trying to do at UiPath to really help shape the culture is define what career means at our company for our people and the time that matters. And one of our, our, vision, our people strategy vision is career without limits. So that we meet people where they are, we provide opportunities, not just learning, leadership, abundance of it, so that we can make sure that we are the career, however defined by the individual, that's allowed to actually grow and continue to grow at UiPath. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing to support or develop your leaders, especially your frontline leaders. I'm super passionate about this just because they're the filter of everything. You know, it's that old join a company, leave a boss kind of thing where a company can be doing everything right. There's a bad boss. You have a yep. bad manager. That's going to affect your employee experience and your level of engagement. So again, you know, large organization spread out all over the world. How are you developing these frontline leaders that kind of, well, they're literally the front lines touching more souls than anyone else in the organization? Yeah, Kevin, I think this is a big one. I read an uh, HBR article probably maybe 10 years ago, <laughs> I don't know. But it was all about your first-line leaders touch 80%-ish of the whole population. We spend so much time at the top, cascading messages. One of the things we, in a previous life, said, hey, why aren't we communicating to first-line leaders first? If they get it versus worrying about the, the range in between, we can actually have the best leadership in the company. And I think that's why the first line leaders is where you need to put most of your focus, especially from a people perspective, making sure they have the ability to understand how to manage people, how to do org design, how to handle tough conversations. All those pieces are really important. So we just put in a new aspiring leaders program. So those who want to be leaders getting ready and we're testing it. We're testing to see how it works and we'll roll out fully to the organization next year. And then we've just launched Leadership experiences, not calling it leadership development, calling it experiences because we want a combination of shadowing, job rotations, all different types of opportunities beyond just learning. And we are doing learning, but much more hands-on, much more interactive. And 
being able to apply the skills. And that's what we've launched for all levels in the organization this month as well. So back to the first line leaders, I think making sure the communication gets there first or at the same time is really a benefit for us to be able to handle that and giving them the support they need. Now, you've talked about already about some great initiatives from the, the manager uh, training to the way your unique, you know, cultural pillars, your values and things. Is there any particular initiative or program that you really are happy with the results from or just that you want to put a spotlight on? Or I think a couple of things. Before we jump into the leadership development, definitions and design, because during COVID, I think that there was difficult to drive some of those things, right? And how do you do it in a, in a nice way? We set out, like I mentioned before, and we really looked at our behaviors to our values. We said our values are right, but the behaviors are what we need to focus on. But what we did was we also established leadership expectations. And it was really about what does it mean to be a leader? Why do you hold a higher ability to advantage the lead and what that looks like? and what the expectations are. And we've been cascading that throughout the organization and we are measuring it as well to help leaders understand what that looks like. What I'm pretty proud of, and I, I think the company is a combined effort, was we took our people experience survey results last year and we focused on three things, accelerate career growth, build strategy, mission, and vision, and OKRs to measure them. And simplification and automation has to be everything we do. So we took three topics that were focused, delivered, worked through, continue to deliver. They're not all done. And I think combining that as a whole collective across the organization and continuing to report it out, very important because this these expectations as a leader were clear. We tied every people leader to people OKRs in addition to their job. And showing every quarter where we are, right? And that recipe of providing clarity, providing transparency, and increased communication has shown a big increase in behavior. So I think we're tapping into what's working for the people and what they want and need. And being the, many people have volunteered to be part of these major initiatives, like Accelerate Career Growth. I've got 40 people around the world that are part of the build and the outcome because like I said, do I know how to define career? <laughs> Not sure, right? And we need it to be fluid and need it to be agile for the future as well. Uh, now, Bridget, this is a, a short format podcast, so we only have a few minutes, but I want to hit you with some a few more questions we can go through quickly. This one's just kind of a fun one. Is there a book or podcast or Netflix series that you would recommend that all your colleagues read? Or if you could send it to and force them to watch it or listen to it or whatever, what might that be? So I love the Julia Louise Dreyfus podcast called Wiser Than Me. First of all, she the first one she had was with Jane Fonda, which I also think is pretty phenomenal. And what the premise is, is really about share your background, share your journey as a woman, and also listening to more senior women that have been there longer, different experiences. And if you start to listen to women in their 70s or older and what they have been through in their lives, how they've seen their careers, what's happening, you can learn a lot about where we need to go as well, but also to what we, what because of those women, what is actually opened up for other women in the organ, in the world. So first of all, I think she's hilarious. I love all of her comedy, her style, all of it's great. And then her podcasts are really great. So 
that's what I listen to as well. And I think it's great to uh, to link that, to think about the people in your life. Are you listening to them? Do you tap into their knowledge at all ages, right? And to use that as part of how you apply at your job as well. I'm a huge podcast listener and also a big fan of hers and was didn't even know she had a podcast. So that's great. One for me to uh, add to yep. my my treadmill routine. That's great. Well, and then this is a good transition about like giving advice. Not that I would ever suggest you are a more senior leader. However, what is a piece of advice you would give to your younger self or to someone who is new to the role of chief people officer? And what would you tell them? I would say new to the role as chief people officer, I would say get really close to know your board, understand what the board needs. In addition, at the same time as listening to the employee needs. If the first things I didn't, you know, first thing to do is deep dive deep into the heart of the culture, the behavior and listening around the world. That's probably the best thing you can do right off the bat. It's not about delivering all the HR things you know how to do. It's really about understanding what types of solutions you need now for this company and to build for the future. And it's got to be applied differently. You can't just use the same toolkit everywhere you go. And I think that's also about listening to your own intuition and applying that as well. So that's what I would say is just step back, observe, understand it, and really target what's needed, not what maybe is the right thing to do from a HR perspective, but really tailor it to what's needed. And I love this. It might be the first time I've heard this advice about, like, don't just think about your internal customers and stakeholders as the employees or even your direct boss, but like there's a board. <laughs> so make sure yeah. you know what all your stakeholders are interested in. Um, and the customers, getting out there and listening to customers, it's interesting what customers observe when they see your people at those sites or even your engineers, right? What they see. And that's a totally different reflection if you look mm -hmm. at how you measure your values as well. So, so much going on in the world for everyone, so much growth and a change at UiPath. So when you think about the year ahead, what are maybe some of your focus areas or priorities for yourself and your team? Sure. I know we haven't talked much about it today, but for me, the exciting part about being at UiPath is really around HR automation. So if you think about all the new solutions coming out and how we use generative AI automation I think the, we talk about the world of work and changing how people work. We really need to empower employees and leaders to think very different about leveraging automation to accelerate their work and change it from a much more of a value-added approach. That's a big piece. So the priorities for us is to build that and be a role model for the HR organizations in UiPath. In addition, I believe it's not just about elevating HR, it's about lifting the entire organization. If we take away the mundane work, but also add more value, give more ability for leaders to lead and own their people, their people topics in a way that's not cumbersome and a way that's normal as part of just doing your job, I think we're going to have a better outcome overall. The other two big things is we're going to continue on accelerating career growth. I don't think that one goes away. And also, too, for us, it's about continuing to evolve the culture as we continue to grow. We're two years post, little over two years post IPO. And as we continue to grow and evolve, I think that's something that has to continue to be not managed, but evolved and be part of the part, part of our focus areas as well. So those are the big ones for us. And 
I think with automation, it really challenges all the things, either the, the HCMs we've used in the past or also how we deliver solutions going forward. And I'm really excited to get rid of any type of binder, cobbling different reports together. Can you imagine a succession plan where all the information on the employees are already there? There's talent pools. We have the ability to move people around based on it, project their paths, give them the, the support they need, all via automation, like we do with our onboarding as well. So it's a different world that we have to really redefine and do it pretty quickly because I think employees want choice, have choice, and they're going to want to go where the best work they can find. A future with uh, no more binders is a, is a compelling vision for sure. <laughs> but that's, that's I, I remember talking to a customer once saying that that's where they keep everything and thinking, wow, <laughs> we've got to get well beyond so that you can get access to everything, especially on talent. And having the access internally and externally on talent is going to be the key differentiation for companies going forward. Yeah. And we see that, you know, the lens I often look at is through an L&D lens. And it was, well, back in the day, it was actual physical binders. Everyone have training right. binders and books right. and things. And then it was sort of the modern version was we got a PDF, but it's a joke because you take your disk assessment, your personalities, whatever it is, and they give right. you a report. Has anyone ever found and opened that PDF after the day of the workshop, right? You know, like the PDFs are just the same as the binders or worse. They're out of sight, out of mind. And so just moving into a world where this is automated and delivered to us in a supportive way is is definitely a bright future. So Bridget, I'm so glad that your uh, your shore house had strong Wi-Fi and we were able to uh, keep you from the beach for half an hour or so. Congrats on all the success and thanks for spending some time with us today. Kevin, thanks so much. Thanks for focusing on this and I appreciate the time. Thanks all. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Culture Code Podcast. Are you looking to build, refine, or revamp a training program? We team up with companies like Northwestern Mutual, Cineos Health, and Duck Creek Technologies to roll out highly engaging training series for emerging leaders, new managers, women in leadership, high potential managers, sales enablement, and more. Check it out at leadx.org. What makes these series so uniquely engaging? We help you build a full system of development that leverages our cutting-edge platform and world-class training. We blend together world-class cohort-based virtual training and group coaching, personalized nudges, micro-learning, and on-demand office-hour-style coaching. Go check it out at leadx.org.